0: You are listening. You are listening. You are listening to Do Not To Not Elsewhere. Not Elsewhere. 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 Classified. Welcome to Not Elsewhere Classified, a podcast about the medical coding, health information technology, and clinical documentation improvement community. I'm your host, Brian Kui. not elsewhere classified podcast Uh, i guess we can call this season two the last time i even turned on this microphone i think was in may uh for episode number 20 with um kelly estes and i guess in that time i was in a transition and it was uh I don't know how would you would say, um, it took a lot of my time. And uh, and most of you are probably like, well, well Brian, what, what happened? And uh, uh, where did the podcast go? Uh, don't worry, the podcast has not gone anywhere. Uh, I do plan on uh, continuing on with this podcast, but I think it's just a matter of figuring out, well, boy, where do I have the time? And I do talk to a lot of people who are starting up their own podcasts, and it is very um, uplifting to hear that people are finally creating content, which is great. And I hear people wanting to do that. So if people are doing it, then I might as well jump back on it. Uh, But there has been a lot of transitions, especially uh, within the beginning of 2018, uh, that made me want to step back and say, "Boy, you're you're doing way too much, and uh, <laughs> you need a little bit of a break." So here's here's what happened. So um, I know most of you probably knew that I was moving, right? So I think I had mentioned that in previous episodes, but I guess today we'll we'll just talk about transitions. What's been going on? How do you know? We're going to talk about uh, what happens when you transition into let's say, a new job, a new location. I did all of that. I moved from one location to the next and then moved from one position to the next, uh, moved from one um, environment to the next. That's another thing which uh, is pretty weird. Okay, so back in February, uh, we actually had uh, closed on our house. Uh, We moved from Broward County and moved to Central Florida, specifically Polk County, Florida, which is kind of neat. Well, in in between Tampa and in between uh, Orlando, Kissimmee, uh, that area near Disney. Literally, we're about a few exits away from Disney, so it's it's actually pretty good. Um it works out well because uh we are very centralized in Florida we're not too far away uh from other states such as Georgia um and Alabama so if there's anything that you know we want to travel up and and go up there that'd be great too uh so anyways we we had to move uh get a new house get a bigger house we were in a small uh, townhouse, and we needed definitely needed more space, uh, especially with this podcast and and me doing a lot of computer work. And a lot of the stuff that I was doing was on the kitchen table, and this transition allowed me to have a new office, which is great, and a new studio office type of thing to to record these things. But boy, if if anybody had to move it. it is a big transition a big a big move especially when you're trying to number one obtain the house getting the mortgage that was a headache um, and then closing on the home that was another thing and then moving our stuff uh, the distance between moving was about uh, a little under 250 miles and the amount of stuff that we had in our old house, oh boy, it was a lot. Uh, we had to take a couple trips. Um, the first one was a 26 foot truck, and we filled that up to the brim, and we still didn't empty out our house. And then we did another uh, 20 foot truck, and filled that to the brim. We still weren't done with that, and then we still had a. We did two more um trips back down to south florida and uh packed the little suburban up a little bit more twice and uh, finally got those got that moved in uh another thing too to think about is is selling the home so if you have a house in another area and then you move to another area one thing is to buy the house you know get the mortgage but the other part is to sell the home and that was a uh, a process <laughs> if i want if i want to say that it was a process of you know getting it ready getting it uh sellable um dealing with the realtors coming into the house uh checking out the home and 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 thank god finally we had a, a seller oh, not a seller a buyer uh who just took it um you know, willingly, you know, just say hey, we're gonna go buy this home. Here's our here's our offer. I said, you know what, just just take it. <laughs> just take it. And 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 that process in itself, aside from the mortgage, was was not too bad. The the closing part was great because our realtor allowed us to uh be up here. We just needed to sign some paperworks, get that notarized and then send it back down. And then the closing we didn't have to be there, which is great. Um so from that, from from moving, from buying, from selling, and then settling, uh, I think that's another process too. I, I, I know we've I've had um, get potential guests which we'll have in the future who recently moved and. I would reach out to them and say, "Hey, what's going on? Oh, we recently moved. That. I didn't realize what the moving process involved—not just the move, not just the selling, not just the packing, not just the unpacking, but the actual settling in. Because once you get into a home, then you start seeing some things. You think you need things to to go up. Um, in my instance, I had to put up curtains and and blinds, which I've never done before. I'm not a a uh, handyman by trade but of course i had to force myself to do that uh so that was our uh task to do and and buying new furniture and and things like that especially with with the office that i had the the small desk that i had and i posted it on social media before was very small i had to buy a big desk uh to accommodate all the equipment that i needed uh to do what i need to do okay so on top of that move, I mean, it was. I think that that pretty much took a lot of energy. And when when I tried to bring the the podcast back up, it 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 just seemed more like an extra task to do. And keep in mind when I when I do these podcasts, uh, the these podcasts from recording then editing then re- recording some more intros and outros, and then editing those and then putting it all together and then uploading it and then creating a uh, a web page for it, like a specific blog site that I can promote with, and then putting it online and then promoting it everywhere. Uh, you're looking about maybe eight to 10 hours per episode. And that's on top of what I do in my regular uh, <laughs> nine to five uh, and family life. And this, it, it got to a point where I just needed to take a break and, and handle some things before I can come back. Um, on top of that, then I also had a transition, a lot of transitions. Then, of course, this episode is going to be called Transitions, is getting into a new position um and i had mentioned to you that i had a new job and 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 one of the things that was new about it was was i used to work as a cdi specialist uh at a hospital so i was on site i did that for 12 years i had i had a concept of working from home i had the ability to do that but i never had the ability to do it monday through friday day in and day out and that was a transition in itself i uh, People think it's it's great to to work from home, but if you've never done it before, just like anything, there 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 is a transition. First of all, I mean, we love the fact that you're saving money on on um, on gas. You're not going out there. I mean, I live out in Central Florida, right near I four, and and that's a headache in itself. Just looking at it uh, between uh, seven and and. And midday, it's already like packed where I live. And then from three to like eight o'clock, it's already packed on the way over. So I'm very fortunate to, to be working from home. But just the fact that you, as a remote employee, go to sleep, you wake up, you get ready, you go downstairs, you work, and then you're done well, where do you go? You're, you're already home. The one thing that I definitely missed was was riding to work, driving to work, and then driving back from work. And, and those times, it took me about 30 minutes each way, mind you. Uh, it allowed me that time to decompress, right? To prepare yourself and then to decompress, to prepare yourself to go to work. And then to decompress on your way back home, that I didn't have. So in the beginning, when I uh, in March or late March, I I didn't have that time. So I would actually wake up at the time that I usually would wake up, uh, which is around six thirty, and I would usually start work at eight o'clock. What do I do within that time? So the first couple months, I would wake up. And I would just walk out, (laughs) go walking, Uh, go walking around the neighborhood, uh, something, you know, the the idea of spending at least 30 minutes on my own to prepare for the day was what I did. And when I finished working, then I would actually go walk out again, spend another 30 minutes uh, decompressing, Uh, especially when a new position comes up and you have to learn new new things, new policies, new um, uh, procedures, Uh, it definitely can take a a toll on the mind. And if you're secluded in one place, to me, at a point, at some point, it felt like I was in a prison. You know, where you just wake up, you're in the same place, you're not going out. And and I went to my group. Uh, by the way, we have our group Medical Coding Geeks on Facebook group. It's it's a wonderful group. If you have if you haven't checked that out, please make sure you do and, and sign up. And let let when you sign up, make sure you you indicate why you want to join the group. Make sure you if you say you heard this on the not elsewhere classified podcast, I'll definitely approve you since I'm the administrator. Anyways, so I went to I went to my group, I said, Hey look. You know, most of us are are remote workers. How do you handle that transition of, you know, working from on-site and working to? And how do you handle being in one place day in and day out? And one of the suggestions was, of course, uh, you know, making sure that you go out, which I do. But if you're in the same, even locale, location, like, I, I mean, I would... After a month of just walking around the neighborhood, I still felt like a prisoner. It was just like, okay, I was in my room. Uh, come out, come downstairs, go to my office, go outside. It felt like just like a prison yard because <laughs> you still, you're still you still walking around in the same area. It, it was just very monotonous, monotonous, very monotonous. And I, I love the job, but just the idea that I can't, you know, it, it's just trying to, I guess adapt to a new way of things especially when I was commuting I was commuting the same place but I think what what I missed most was was meeting people and I'm in a new neighborhood now so I I make sure I make it a point that when I see somebody new I raise you know wave my hand make myself known because I think I think for me I missed that that one-on-one uh, communication just to see somebody you know, is one of the things that you would have to encounter with that. I mean, I see my family, that's fine. But when I got out there, I was seeing different people, uh, physicians, nurses, other employees, uh, patients, uh, you know, it's just the idea of variety when you go outside every time. Uh, it, it, it excited me, you know, what, but when you're here, there's a sense of monotony and you're like, oh, you know, this it's everything just turned gray and black. And and you know, one of the things before you go too too deep is to make sure you talk about it. Right? Make sure you let everybody know. That's the reason why I went out to social media. I said, man, this is this is getting really dark and and I, I don't know if I could do this and I can do the job, but I, I don't know if I could do the remote which is which is weird because a lot of people on social media uh crave this type of thing. Okay. And so I'm here to tell you that it's it's good, but there's also some downsides to it. But if you feel at that point like, man, you know, I need to talk to somebody, uh, do it. You know, I would highly suggest that. Uh one of the things that, that came into mind was uh Jeff White. Jeff White, hello. Uh, he just keep in mind, if you haven't listened to his episode, just go back to our archives. He created a podcast because of that very thing where he working remote and, uh, he created his own podcast just to say, Hey, I'm alive. <laughs> That's why it's called Jeff is awake. Um, you know, to talk out there and, and what did this, the same thing for, for that aspect is where I was in a remote role and, um, I needed to do something. So I went to doing weightlifting. Uh, I had some weights from my old house, but I never had to use them because I never had any room. Now that I have a garage um, and a little bit of time because <laughs> I'm not commuting, I spent the time you know, just setting up a, a new weight uh, area and started to do that, which was which is pretty good. So uh, I guess when you're transitioning from one thing to the next, and if there's anybody who can provide any advice on transitions, please let me know or chime in on any of the social media wherever I post this uh, this episode. One of the things is to create a new routine and and get accustomed to it, and it can get very daunting, you know, at first. But of course, anything with transition, you have to adapt, and change. So that's what I did. So now I, I include working out now that the time that I have, um, you know, spending time with the with the kids and the, and the wife uh, doing that, which is another thing too, you know, especially when you're working from home is being disciplined. I thought I was I, I was disciplined, you know, where, where, um, you know, you would be working straight, working straight, working straight. But, you know, there are times where, where, you know, things needed to be done at a certain time while you're working. And, you know, just to make that, that transition into making yourself disciplined, into making sure that you're doing your work, making your productivity, we just recently had a uh, discussion <laughs> on our Facebook group, Medical Coding Geeks, again, uh, of this gentleman who who works from home, who started to work from home, makes good money, loves it, has a girlfriend, but the girlfriend does not work from home. Uh, she works from somewhere else, and she's uh, letting him know, "Hey, can you don't do anything? You know, you have the you know, have the 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 facade of you working from home. It doesn't look like you're doing anything. Uh, why don't you spend your lunch and come over to where I work?" And, uh, have lunch with me every day, (laughs) you know, and, and, and those types of moments I, I can relate to because, you know, because I'm at home, I'm available. But, you know, when you are at home, sometimes you have to put your foot down and say, I'm not available uh, you have to follow productivity requirements. If I don't meet this, then but guess what? I'm I'm not going to work from home, or I don't have a job at all. So those are some considerations. I mean, it's not the fact that you're at home, um, and a lot of stuff from home. You have to be very focused, and and I can tell you from the beginning, uh, it had to turn. I had to turn on a lot of my my focus and doing a lot of things in doing my work. Uh, as opposed to working in the hospital, I would, you know, do work, walk up and down the, the 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 unit, talk to people, return back to work. But this, you know, when you're in a remote world, you have to be working straight, 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 working on something uh, like a project, a chart, whatever it may be, and then moving on to the next one. So you're continuously moving and moving and moving. There's no time to get up and and communicate with anybody since you're remote, you're all by yourself. Uh, those are things that I had to, to work around with that. And my, I I work differently. Um, some people like to, uh, work with silence. I can't, I cannot work with silence at all. I need to have some chatter, but it can't be live chatter. It has to be chatter or any kind of music within earphones or music. If I hear anybody else talking live in front of me, I I can't even focus, which is is very weird. But I guess everybody has a different way of focusing. I need to make sure that I have music on. If I don't have music on, then I tend to lapse a little bit. And then once I have the music on, have a certain beat, a certain cadence to it, then I actually move on. Um, There was a point where I had actually mental fatigue uh, in the beginning because... I didn't realize the screens that I had uh, were making my eyes very fatigued. And so if anybody is working in a new role and gets new equipment, you might want to double check your screens. Uh, There is a setting on my screen that I turned off. I think it's called a blue filter. Once you turn it off, it actually reduces the brightness a little bit. And it, it's a little bit easier in your eyes. There were times where I would, I would stare at a computer all day. And then as soon as I'm done, I would have to lay down on the couch and, and close my eyes. I actually had like somewhat of a, a feeling of a migraine. And I didn't even know why. And then people were telling me, go get computer glasses. I'm, I'm not going to buy any <laughs> computer glasses or gaming glasses. Uh, and I went straight to the screen and see how I could adjust it and found that blue filter uh, removal. And I think that fixed it. So uh, you have to make sure that because also you're working in that environment, you're working at a screen all day. Um, you have to focus on adjusting those the brightness at least. Um, another thing that I'm probably going to be working on is <laughs> getting a new chair. The chair that I have now, gosh, it's it's so flat and old. Uh, I might get uh, one of those chairs that uh, if you go to any of the the stores out there um the office stores you you could find some desks that tell you the amount of day amount of hours per day spent that can be spent on the chair so if you have a chair i found one chair that it's it's suitable for somebody who works 8 to 10 hours a day so i might look into getting that too all right enough about remote so um, what else has been happening? Uh, speaking events. So I think the last time I had mentioned, um, I was invited to the Melbourne Space Coast AAPC chapter uh, for the May Mania event. Again, thank you guys for having me out there. And and what had happened is that uh, that led to another event, uh, which was up the coast, uh, up in Daytona. Uh shout out to uh Emily. Uh so the Daytona AAPC had invited me to do the same thing. Uh just more on a shorter <laughs> the last one I did about four hours. Uh this one they wanted it short, so cut it down to two, which is fine with me. Uh so Daytona Beach is where I went um in June. And then in in August, yeah. August, I was a speaker at the FHIMA, Florida Health Information Management Association uh, annual conference over at the Swan and Dolphin. That was great too. Uh, my main message, and I, I'm going to carry this forward, is for you all to speak up. Um, and, and if you guys were there, you learned about how to create content, uh, how to leverage social media. And then taking that and using it as a portfolio for you to do speaking events. So if you follow that formula, it works great. I mean, once you get into the speaking circuit uh, and promote it, that's another thing. A lot of people speak, but they don't tell anybody that they speak. Um, what was nice about the Fahima conference is that I <laughs> I had brought my daughter in and I, I said, here's a camera, sit in the back and take pictures. Uh, so that way we can use it, and I, and I think a lot of people don't do that. They they use their phones, but you know, if if you were hearing it from me, I would suggest conferences to have professional photographers on board to take pictures during the event. So, if you guys are listening, anybody. Um, you know, head of associations out there, get a get a professional photographer uh, and post that on social media. It is great marketing material, not only for your association, but also for the speakers. So what I did is, every time I posted that I spoke, I made sure somebody either take a picture of me, or in my case with the Fahima conference, I brought my child. Uh, who's a teenager? So uh, she had a camera. she she she's an aspiring photographer, so I said, you know here practice. Uh, practice on me, see how it works, work with distances and focuses and and all of that stuff. And she did and she she took some great pictures, which then I sp- sp- put on social media and and surprisingly people uh, like that, right? So just to show on social media in terms of how what are you doing in your career to advance your career. People are are striving for that. So if anybody who's looking to be a speaker or get on stage or have done it before, I would highly suggest take a picture of yourself. Have somebody take a picture for you. Post it on social media um, and do that. So that is leading into the next uh, events that I'll be doing. Uh, I'll be doing one for the Coding Fiesta out in Gainesville, Florida. Um, by the University of Florida, um, I think it's called the Coding Fiesta by the North Central Florida AAPC. I've been invited there, and then I've also been invited to uh, Lansing, Michigan. I think in November uh, for. I've The Great Lakes Coding Regional Coding Conference. So, I've been invited there to talk about clinical documentation improvement. And then the one in Gainesville, I'll be talking about social media a little bit more, um, more on content, more on why you should be leveraging social media, why you should not be afraid of social media, especially if you do it the right way. So please make sure you check that out. If you guys want more details on the events, uh, I'll be posting them on uh, Facebook, um, Facebook Medical Coding Geek page, uh, the Medical Coding Geeks Facebook groups, and uh, so on. Uh, So, I think that's all I have. Let me see. Uh, so yeah, I guess let me talk about the podcast. So here's what I have so far. Um, during the time that I was initially recording, uh, I've I've been recruiting a lot of people. So uh, if if I've if you're listening to this and you've been invited to be a guest, uh, stay tuned. I will be releasing an email to you all i, I keep on telling people the <laughs> last time i said oh yeah i'm gonna re-record in march well boy it's already august almost end of august going into sept- <laughs> into september so i'm sure i lost a, a couple people but i'm sure there's people who are still interested and i'm still interested in you but it's the fact that again as i spoke earlier uh I needed some me time, right? So anybody else who who needs their me time definitely understands uh, to have that. So I will be doing that. I will be um, uh, recording again. And I think in, when I first came out, I, I could I could I could proudly say I did one episode, one season of the Not So Classified podcast, and and we could definitely start this off as season two. Is you know, it it was a learning. Experience, And I tell people, if you're going to do something, you know, track what you do during that experience. And I learned a lot of stuff in that season one, uh, especially with uh, the people that I spoke with uh, from RVing to becoming a CEO, to getting your master's, uh, to becoming a mentor, uh, being curious, uh, talking about sepsis and the clinical truth, uh, learning more about broadcasting. Uh, there's so much more to learn and everybody, there's a lot of people to learn from. And, and that experience in itself, just me learning from people. I think also people are learning from my experience from learning from others, uh, which should open the door to you all is the, is the fact that it shouldn't be just me doing it. Anybody can, if I can do it, anybody can do it. If you can get out of social media and well first of all make a connection on social media and make it a point to set up a time to talk it doesn't have to be in person uh, just set up a time to talk and say hey uh, my name is so and so I'm I'm definitely interested in you and and when you have that start off with that sentence I, I'm interested in what you do? Can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and what you do? Which is the premise of, of my interviews, right? Because that's how I would normally start off. Hey, I'm interested in you. Tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do and how you got here today. And that opens the door to to a learning platform to see, okay, this... And, and a lot of stuff is is comparison, where you compare your, your beginnings to their beginnings and see, well, boy, they they're just like me i just they just took a different path maybe i just need to take a different path maybe i just need to re- just realign my goals and and head a different direction uh which that happened to me is i didn't know what i was doing 2015 uh there was a lot of stuff going on which i'll talk about in a in a future session and i decided to somehow get to podcasting which is which is Something unconventional, but now is becoming more popular now that this podcast is becoming up. I've been hearing a lot of people, other people uh, creating their podcasts and do it. Please do it. It's not I I don't want to be the only one out there. Uh, There's other podcasters that I've also reached out that do coding. So we'll definitely have them on as a guest. I want to make sure that I promote them as well. Uh, So as far as the podcast, uh, we'll definitely be continuing on with our guests Uh and I think for this this season coming up, I want to simplify things even more. In the season one, I was trying to figure out figure things out with how to do this podcast. And I think in the process, especially in the beginning, I I felt I made it a bit too complicated. And I think as I moved into twenty eighteen, uh I think it really got to me like, this is way too complicated for me, I need to just keep it simple. So as far as the format, it's still going to be the same. Uh, will it be long form? Maybe it all depends on how the conversation goes along. And of course, it also depends on what I have to say <laughs> on the topic. Um, and And another thing that I wanted to do is add myself more into the mix. There's a lot of stuff now after uh, doing podcasting for almost a year that I've gained a lot of insight. And it opens my mind a little bit more. Also, in in learning from others and being mentored by others, Uh, you gain a bit more insight and you open up more. Uh, Meaning that, you know, because of what I know, I'm willing to share what I know. And, 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 and I could see it when I talk on social media, I could see it when I do, especially the last, uh, speaking engagement, a lot of the stuff that I was saying was from other people, uh, not the fact of plagiarism, but I've, <laughs> which is, I'm not trying to do, but you know, it, it's just like you, you, when you hear somebody talk to you, it, you can't help it just to regurgitate it back out, uh, and apply it to certain situations, that people can use in their own lives. Okay, so I will, I just wanted to get this recording started, because if I didn't get this recording started, I would, uh, you probably would probably hear me uh, in November releasing this episode. So uh, as far as future episodes, there's, there's two things that I do want to talk about uh, which I'll probably record later, but I just wanted to get the ball rolling. Uh, number one uh was the uh Providence uh, lawsuit. Uh, I want to talk about that. It's a hundred-page report. I, I took a look at that, and I promised social media that I would give my own report. So expect that uh, coming up. And also, you know, in regards to the state, and especially in, in clinical documentation in the room, because because my my specialty is in clinical documentation in room, and I have a passion for it. Uh, is I'm going to title it right now: Why I don't want to be a nurse. I'm just going to leave it at that. And that should be coming up right after that. Once I get that off my chest, <laughs> once I get it off my chest, there's, it's just a burning passion that I just need to get out. And that should be with the next two episodes or so. Once I get that out, that sh- that I should begin again uh, releasing those recorded uh, episodes. So that is the plan. All right. So. That's it. I just wanted to get this done. Thank you guys for listening. If this is the first time that you've ever listened to this podcast, please make sure you go to uh, Apple iTunes and uh, leave a rating and a review. What does what that does is that it helps us uh, gain rankings in the pot in the podcast system for Apple iTunes, which helps us gain a big and wider audience. Uh, we're also on Google Play. We're also on Stitcher tuned in and as of this recording we're not on Spotify but I'm gonna be working on getting us on Spotify so if anybody who is uh, who uses Spotify which is a which is a a streaming platform uh, I'm gonna get it on there before this episode comes on so that gives me something that I have to put on on my to do list all right guys so thank you guys very much if you guys want to check out the previous episodes please make sure to go to medicalcodinggeek.com slash, I forgot the website, (laughs) medicalcodinggeek.com slash podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Also, uh, before I go, please make sure to check out our partners. Uh, They help us out in helping uh, keep this uh, podcast going. Uh, Again, it's medicalcodinggeek.com slash promos and you could also check out medicalcodinggeek.com/partners. All right, guys, thank you guys very much. And then we'll uh, continue on. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and I'll hear you guys. Oh, well, you'll hear from me from next time. All right, guys, thank you guys very much. Not were Classified as presented and produced by Medical Coding Geek. Music was brought to you by 43 and Coyote Hearing. Medical Coding Geek offers tutoring and media services for the medical coding, health information, and CDI community. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MED Coding Geek. That's MED Coding Geek. You can also find us on our website, medicalcodinggeek.com where you can find and listen to all the podcast episodes plus the show notes from today. Make sure to subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and Google Play. We would definitely appreciate it. And again, thank you for being part of this podcast. I'm your host, Brian Kui, and you have just listened to Not Elsewhere Classified. MedicalCodingGeek.com